Hi, my name is Esther, and today we'll be talking about the Moro do Ventum, Brazil, and the men in the lead masks. Keep listening to find out what the hell happened. Hi, welcome to What the Hell Happened. I am here today with the questionable Mr. Lockwood. I'm back. <laughs> I'll accept that assessment. Yeah. Questionable. I find you questionable frequently. Uh, I'm, I'm not not criminally like questionable, or just what kind of questionable are we talking no, about here? Just generally questionable. It was just a meant to be a mean thing to say, and I was just supposed to go along with it and not question what it means. Well, you were supposed to object to it, but you didn't. So oh. now it's seems more likely that you're questionable i guess so labeled forever mm-hmm. the scarlet q i don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> you know how there's a scarlet letter the a for adulterer yeah. yeah um the scarlet q for yeah. questionable you are definitely questionable mm. yeah um i don't know do we have anything to talk about uh we're going to find aliens real soon, next two or three months. Oh, yeah? Yep. Is that your prediction? Well, I'll give it eight months. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the James Webb Space Telescope is coming online. Nice. And they're 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 sighting it in. And they've got some, you know, very interesting planets they want to look at first. Well, star systems that have planets and weird stuff. So I think they'll find signs of life. You think they'll just be waving at us? No, they'll probably be like farting bacteria, but oh. it'll still be life. <laughs> of course. So there's that's something. Yeah. No, I like it. I I think if that happened, that would be really really cool. It would be. Yes. Life changing. Monumentally. It would be monumental. Cool. Yes. Yeah. It'd kind of be like going from AD from BC to AD in time. Mm-hmm. This will be like, I don't know. Before aliens. <laughs> yeah, before aliens and after aliens. That's right. B.A. and A.A. A.A. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll pick something different because that's already been taken. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, it could be used to describe Earth. <laughs> Earth will probably need a lot more A.A. after they figure out yeah. that aliens are real. Yeah. Aliens Anonymous. Yeah. Yeah, for people who... Who were like, I told you the whole time. Right. And now they're just so burnt out on believing that now that they found it, they can just like take yeah. a break. It's going to be real bad. As for the real alien abductee believers, they're going to go, see, they're real. I got abducted by them. And everyone's going to be like, no, you didn't. No. That, that's not. They're not little green men. They're just like. <laughs> farting bacteria. Just farting bacteria. <laughs> yes. I'm with you. <laughs> Although I do think that there is probably intelligent life for sure. Like there, we're not the only ones. There's no way. Oh, we're intelligent. Well, okay. There's at least life that is similar to, let's say, hairless monkeys. Our animals that we have roaming around. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's pretty likely. Yeah. It's actually almost a hundred percent chance that there is a turtle on another planet. Uh, some kind of self-ambulating creatures that make decisions on the fly it's almost 100 percent that that's exists in the universe i that would be awesome because it already exists in the universe but the likelihood that you and i will see any of those in our lifetime is like slim to none well evidence of them i'm pretty certain we'll see yeah 
Yeah, but not we won't just like see the grays. Uh, oh, someone waving at us through a telescope. No, it'd be nice if they waved at us with like like a laser or a radio beam or something. Yeah, just not radioactive microwaves. Just not like a gamma ray like <laughs> yeah. maser. A million gigawatt. Yeah, with a ray. with a billion trillion power powers of the sun. <laughs> right, opening all up pointed right at us. That we then have to fight our way through <laughs> to become yeah. the hero of the story. Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah. or the gates of hell opening or something. Yeah, yeah. well, let's not yeah. hope. Let's hope that doesn't happen. The space marines will save us. The space marines. Aren't they called like the space force? So far, but when the gates of hell open, the space marines will be- exist. So uh, like starship troopers. Like Doom. Oh, okay. <laughs> you look pretty excited about that. <laughs> Well, today's story is a listener request. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. It is awesome. It was requested by Janet Wheeler in our Facebook group page. Thank you, Janet. Thanks, Janet. This was a really, really interesting one. This is like a good mystery. So if you are not part of our group page on Facebook, you should be. Uh, I try to interact with our listeners in there. If you post something, you guys can post any kind of weird or interesting things you find on the internet. So thank you, Janet, for the request, and I hope that we do it justice. I hope I don't offend Janet. Why would you offend Janet? I don't know. I'm a questionable person. <laughs> Listen, if she listened to the podcast, she knew what she was getting into by <laughs> requesting it. <laughs> she knew what kind of thing this was. <laughs> we hope so anyway. <laughs> All right, so do you want to hear a story? I sure do. It's been too long. It has been too long. Yeah. Our story today is the Moro do Vintem, Brazil, and the men in the lead masks. Is that Latin? No, it's... Moro do Vintem? It's the name of the place. Oh, there's no words of its description. It's just... Well, I'll get into that. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me me get into the story so you know what you're looking for. What is a Moro do Vintem? Here's the actual town. I did get some Google um, screenshots, maps screenshots, so that you could kind of get an idea of what this town yeah, looks cool. like. Street view. Right. So it's like surrounded by these hills. So our mystery today takes place on one of these hills. All right. Surrounding this town in Brazil. On Wednesday, August 17th, 1966, in a town called Moro de Vintum, An 18-year-old lad named George was playing around on a nearby hillside. He sees two men sitting at a point further up the hill from him at about 5 p.m. George doesn't really think much about this, but takes note and returns home for the evening. The next day, Thursday, he returns back to the hillside and again spots the two men. This time, however, both men were lying on the ground next to one another. George thought that perhaps they were just napping and went about his business. On Saturday, August 20th, he decides to go bird hunting, and as he is walking up the hill, he begins to smell a rancid odor. I was just going to say, the (laughs) napping people, that's like the best. It just makes me laugh. At what point do you just wait around for like an hour and see if they wake up? (laughs) I mean, I I don't think I'd want to approach in case I thought they were dead, but in case they were just napping, I'd be like, I'm going to wait till they wake up. I mean, it's like sad, but also funny. It's when the the young child like experiences their first, you know, pet death or whatever. Yeah. Like, what's the first thing they always say? 
They went to sleep. Is he sleeping? Is he sleeping? Is he sleeping? And you're like, no, Jimmy, he's dead. Well, and this is like an 18-year-old kid, <laughs> so I kind of feel like he was just like, whatever, I don't There's know. There's two napping dudes on a hill. Well, and maybe he saw two dudes together, and he was just like, I don't know. Like, it's not my business. I have yeah. a hot tip. What? If you're sitting somewhere, and you see two people napping, and you're sitting around for an hour, and they, and don't, they don't move, move at all, right? they're probably dead. They're probably taking the long yeah. nap. <laughs> I agree. So at uh, this point, he smells this rancid odor, and he makes his way to a nearby friend's house and tells them what's going on. The friend's parents notify the authorities. Upon searching the hill, the bodies of Miguel Viana and Manuel de Cruz were found deceased lying next to one another. And here is a picture. The old dirt nap. <laughs> Here's a picture of when they found the bodies. It's not of the bodies, oh, yeah. but it's the men on the side of the and hill. And it's like a jungle. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting terrain. Each man was wearing a tidy suit and had matching raincoats on. Next to each of their heads was a lead mask. The mask was made to cover only the upper portion of their face and basically looked like a sleeping mask with no elastic strap on it to hold it to your head. Whoa. Was, made out of lead. Made out of lead. Do you so, have pictures of these? I do. Oh, and cool. I have pictures of the guys, too. So here are the guys that they found dead. Here's um, Manuel and Miguel. Mm-hmm. And here is a picture of the mask that they found. They both look psychotic, heads. by the way. They, yeah. They, yeah. They look, those are like criminal photos. Oh. Like they look. Just wait. I have oh, details. Okay. Well, then yeah. I'm, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, they don't. I like. Look, they don't look like criminals. They don't look too crazy. They look a little suspicious. I would definitely invite that guy right into my living room. Yeah. Yeah. If I saw him. Hey, you look like a good guy. If he was like selling lead masks door to door. You don't look insane. <laughs> no. Hi, would you like to purchase one of these lead masks that I'm selling tonight? <laughs> Only if you can tell me I what like they're used for. You show me mugshots and I go, you know, they look kind of crazy. And it's like, oh, they're they're mugshots, aren't they? Aren't they? No, I don't no. think those are mugshots. They look like mugshots. No, I mean, but they do look like they're dressed identically. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Well, they're wearing suits. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they are fancy. Wear suits a lot. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So here's the lead mask. That's very strange. Mm-hmm. And there was one laying next to each of the mm-hmm. men. So, again, it it just literally looks like one of those sleeping masks that covers your eyes, except it's made out of lead. No, I would never put that on my face. No. No. I don't know. How do you feel about these lead masks? What, what could those possibly be used for? Blocking all forms of light, including radiation. You mean like when you're taking a nap on a hillside in broad daylight with your suit on? Well, you remember the Warminster thing? Yeah. That guy that was taking pictures and his watch got zapped and his camera got zapped. But his brain didn't get zapped. He probably was wearing some lead glasses. <laughs> so his brain didn't get scrambled. Yeah, okay. That would stop that. So that's what the master for. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to get into it. Also with the men was a notepad with a couple of lines scribbled at the top of the page. And I have a picture of that too. So here's the note that they found with them. The notes were translated, too, but probably there's room for error in the translation. Oh, always. Yeah. They said, Sunday, one capsule after lunch. Wednesday, one capsule at bed. Be at the place arranged by 4.30 p.m. Take capsules at 6.30 p.m. 
protect face with mask, await the agreed signal. Hmm. Additionally, they also found two wet towels laying nearby. Hmm. Weird, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit weird. Intriguing. Yeah. That's some random stuff to find. And <laughs> fully dressed in suits. I like this. This is good. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, what is going on here? I don't know. Yeah. I, upon first glance, I, it's weird. It's definitely weird. And like if you're taking capsules, what? Oh, 16, 30. Oh, that's two hours apart. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess if you're taking poisonous capsules, <laughs> you know, the first one. May not be enough to kill you, but... Um, I mean, I think like if you take arsenic, it takes a little while for it to take you out. Right. I mean, know? it does kind of seem like some. If you were to get rid of the lead masks, it does it kind of like seem a like weird, a suicide. Yeah, a suicide pact or something. Yeah, yeah. But with the lead masks, it it makes it really seem like they were waiting for something. Or, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it's really cultish behavior, but if there's not like at least dozens of other people committing you know doing the same thing it's like well it's not really a cult right you yeah. know yes yeah, so all right we're gonna continue miguel was found to have 157,000 cruzeros in a plastic bag in his pocket cruzeros were the brazilian currency up until 1994 mm. and what miguel had on him was equivalent of about 11 dollars i was gonna today. say yeah miguel had 4,000 cruzeros on him, which would have been about 27 cents today. And I yeah, just... Yeah, but to be fair, in Brazil, $11, like, we go, is, oh, it's is way 11. more money. Like, it'd be, like, probably, like, I don't know, it depends how they compute the scale, but it would probably be... A, yes. It'd be, like, you could buy well, all and, your groceries for 11 bucks. And back know? in the 60s, it was worth even more, I'm certain. Probably. Yeah, it just depends how they, they do the adjusted for inflation thing but i wanted to put it into american dollars today just so it was a little easier to understand how much money they kind of had on them you know yeah well that's if i tell you 157,000 cruzeros that sounds like a ton of money a lot of money is like that uh, around the world where they they have much higher denominations right and it's just not like as much money as it sounds like it is so fun historical fact when they're talking about thousands of this or that, it's usually because they have had a history of hyperinflation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the money's worth way mm-hmm. less. Yeah. So I do have a picture. I just looked it up because I was curious. This is what a, a Cruzeiro looks like in different denominations, 150, 10, 5, and 1. So. Well, so he was carrying a lot then. If you had to carry around 11,000, he had... You know, yeah. 100 of those $100 157000 yeah. is what oh. he had on him. Yeah, so he had 1000 bills. He had a lot of money, but it was basically not worth a whole lot. <laughs> well, to us, but to them it would be, sure. possibly. Sure. So anyway, that's what the money looks like. Hmm. I thought it was it's pretty money. Yeah. Miguel was 34 years old, and Manuel was 32 years old. Both were married. After the bizarre discovery of their bodies, authorities spoke with their wives, and it was determined that the handwriting on the notepad did not belong to either of the men. Additionally, it was noted that when the men left their homes on Thursday, they had a total of three million cruzeros between them. This is roughly 205 U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. Miguel and Manuel's wives 
gave the investigators information on the background of the two men and their actions in the hours leading up to their disappearance. The men were both electronic technicians. What? Mm-hmm. They were both highly regarded in the city of Campos, which is where both men lived. Okay, so this is Campos up here on this map. And this is the town they were found in. But I'm going to give you some information on how they got here and why. Pretty far away. It is pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it says I have it measured out. And it was actually like 150 miles almost. Straight line. But look at those roads. Mm -hmm. It's like 200 and some miles driving at least. Right. On the day of Thursday, August 17th, They left their homes, stating that they were off to Sao Paulo to purchase some electronic equipment and, in some accounts, to buy a car. Now, I can't uh, confirm the car thing, but they definitely, for sure, said they were going to buy some electronic equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, There was no car when they were found. Nobody found a car that belonged to them. Wouldn't happen to know what kind of equipment, would you? I I don't. There was Mm. no specific thing because there was no equipment found on them. Mm. Uh, Everything I told you that was found on them was all that was found. They got on a bus and headed to the town of Notori with about $200 between the two of them. Their bus reached Notori at about 2 p.m., And at this point, it's raining hard. They stopped into a local shop and purchased identical raincoats. The receipt was found on the men, and the cost of this purchase was about 60 cents. Mm -hmm. Miguel and Manuel then made a pit stop at a bar where they bought a bottle of water. One bottle of water. At about 3.15 p.m., they were spotted by both a clerk and a waitress getting into a jeep with two unknown men heading toward the Moro do Vintum, which is basically a hillside. Mm-hmm. The clerk and the waitress had also noted that both men were acting very nervous and seemed to be concerned with what time it was. And at 5 p.m. that day is when the young boy, George, had spotted them sitting on the hillside. Investigators began to wonder if Miguel and Manuel had been robbed, and that was the motive for their deaths. Seems logical. There was about $187 missing from the men, with nothing at the scene to account for the missing Mm -hmm. money. So no electronics, no car, and Mm -hmm. all they had purchased was a 60-cent raincoats Mm -hmm. and a bottle of water. Mm -hmm. So... um, Now, I started thinking, like, well, I mean, they surely they had to pay for the bus, surely yeah but that was that's like a it wouldn't be much right it wouldn't be much but still they would have to pay for the bus i mean yeah but we're talking their whole days yeah they had no food was like five bucks would be nothing right so for them to be missing a hundred and like eighty seven dollars that's a lot of money to be missing right and like you said before there were no electronics on them, hmm. so they didn't. If they did purchase electronics, they left them somewhere, you know, or were planning on going back to get them. That's all I can figure. Mm-hmm. Um, this doesn't, however, account for the lead masks or the note. No, it does not. Mm-mm. Autopsies were conducted on the men and found no signs of violence, burning, and there were no signs of poisons in their mm-hmm. organs. The bodies had started to decompose at the time of their discovery, and it was recorded that, quote, there were no known cause for their cardiac failures. So 
according to what I read, they used the term cardiac failures. I was just going to say just death. They said they died of heart attacks, basically. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, are you sure that's not just a – it's like a lost in translation of they died? They don't know why their Maybe. heart stopped. May- yeah. Like, yeah. The cause of Basically. death in Brazil might officially just be like when your heart stops. Whereas in the US, it's like when your brain no longer can work. Work, then your brain death dead. is death, death. Yes. You know? Yes. And this was in the 60s too. So they so. just use like heart failure. I just wonder it's, if it's a turn of phrase. Right. Yeah. It's not necessarily that like your heart failed, but you died of something. Your heart stopped beating. I mean, I just don't know. But sure. it seems to me like a, a lost in translation turn of phrase that just yes. means. We don't know what caused their death. Right. But when I read it the way they phrased yeah. it, I was just like, wait a minute. They died of heart attacks? Like, that's yeah. weird. But well, I don't know. I, did they? Did they say that? You could be right. That's the, only, that's the only thing I could find that said heart attack or cardiac failure. Okay. So, but you're right. That just means heart failure, which just means, like, the heart stops. Yeah. So, you, yeah. That's a good point. I do. Yeah. That makes I sense. suspect that they're just basically saying we don't know why they died. Yeah, we just, they're dead and there's no re- there's no violent reason. There's no, you know, like burning or radiation mm-hmm. reason. There's no, uh, you know, poison reason. They couldn't Except find poison in their pills. organs. Right, but we don't know what was in those. That means they were poisoned. Mm-hmm. It's just they didn't know what the poison was. And that happens a lot. Sure, sure. Well, and especially back in the 60s. Uh, I mean, yeah. even now they don't know what, to, they don't check for many, many not for, things. Not unless somebody insists yeah. that they do. Yeah. I mean, if they think it's a it's a um, a poison or something, they'll do a toxicology yeah. report. But, you know, I think unless it's pushed, they don't really do that. So I could be wrong. I could easily be wrong. So Manuel's widow in another interview told investigators that she had overheard an argument between her husband and a man named Elico Gomez who she described as an assistant to her husband. They shifted the focus towards Gomez. He told them that he, Miguel, and Manuel were part of a secret society called Scientific Spiritists. Hmm. Not spiritualists, spiritists. Again, that could just be lost in translation. What does that mean? I don't think it is. No? I did a little research. Oh, okay. Yeah. According to him, there were many other Brazilians involved and that they often conducted seances. Mm. Additionally, Gomez says that almost all electronic specialists and enthusiasts in that area are scientific spiritists. Manuel and Miguel were hoping to enter into contact with beings from Mars. Aren't we all? Uh-huh. You are for sure. Thought you would I thought you would like be really pumped about these guys wanting to make contact <laughs> oh, with Mars. I'm just thinking, you know, I'm trying to figure out what what happened. What's going on here? Because right. Yeah. Yeah. It it is interesting that you throw in that, you know, they were electronics technician technicians, so the 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 reason that, you know, absolutely in my mind why they were led is because they meant to definitely block radiation. Like they would know yeah. that. Yeah. So for sure that's why it was led. That's the only thing I could think of like, was these yeah. are to block some kind of radiation. Yeah. So it is like a scientifically based reason. That but I do have lead. questions about that, but we'll yeah. get to that. So they were hoping to make contact with beings from Mars and they also collaborated on many strange electronic experiments. One such experiment was conducted in Manuel's own garden. 
they had built some sort of device, which ultimately ended up exploding. The most wild and fascinating account that Gomez relayed to them was that of June 13th that same year, 1966. So back here, uh, this is a beach. This is uh, Atafana Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so way up here past uh, a little ways from where their town was, um, kind of, or northeast, is uh, a little beach called Atafana. On this day, Gomez recounts that Miguel Emanuel had invited him to Atafana Beach, along with a number of others. As they walked up to the beach, a bright, luminous object came down and hovered over the shore. According to Gomez, it stayed in that spot for five minutes before rising up and ultimately exploding with such force that it rocked the city of Campos and other towns further away. Okay, give me the record of that. Historical record of explosions. I I want it. Could find nothing. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But what I like about this is when I first started reading, I was like, oh, here we go. Here's the spaceship, right? (laughs) Uh, No, this, whatever this thing was, didn't seem to necessarily be a spaceship. It just, like was bright and then exploded yeah so, so it could have been one of these guys is they're sort of electronic magicians you know something they were doing especially back in the 60s they you know people were playing around with stuff because mm-hmm. nothing was illegal yet right well and it's brazil too so it's like probably way, back then it's probably way more like the wild you could West really do anything you wanted of i mean just with electronics and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. So investigators asked around and located several local fishermen that verified this story and said that they had seen the object fall into the sea after the explosion. Okay. So it was a physical object of some kind. During the investigation at Miguel's home, authorities found the remnants of lead that the masks were made from in his workshop. Okay. Well, yeah, they made them. Sure. I mean, I, that so was that's good. that was not a question to me. Like where the mask came from was not a question. Well, I mean, if you're in some cult, you know, maybe the cult's making them and handing them out. So yeah. Again, they made them themselves. They're selling them door to door. They also located a book on scientific spiritism that had pages marked regarding masks, intense luminosity, and accompanying spirits. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I mean, you can make very very bright lamps like they have um they're arc lamps is what they're called so if you get high voltage and some materials together and you run a lot of electricity through it mm-hmm. you can get some pretty bright lamps yeah i think they had them quite not long after they really were using electricity a lot like people were making carbon arc lamps yeah. you take like a piece of graphite and you just run i don't know hundred thousand volts through it and if you get the arc like just the right length, it just turns into like this pure white, bright. extremely bright lamp. So how big could you make something like that though? Because whatever they saw, how much over power the beach, you got? So so I mean, if if the thing over the beach is what they said it was, I mean, it was enormous, and whatever they were doing had to be an enormous piece of electronic yeah. equipment if it right? was flying and it fell into the ocean see and then they say oh it fell into the ocean well was it like hundreds of meters off the coast or was it just like right where the waves break on the shore you know what i mean also is it not telling to you that they asked 
fishermen about always, this. Yeah, always ask the liars, so, right? So the tale is the probably about liars. half of what they said it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. when they said fishermen, I I was a little bit Anytime like. Anytime you mm. say fishermen, you're like, you have to be suspicious. I mean, They're questionable. I have avid fishermen in my family. <laughs> and when they tell me what they caught. And you're did, an avid fisherman. And did not take a picture of, I'm always like, mm-hmm. You're an avid fisherman. <laughs> I lie about how big my fish yes. were for sure. Yeah. Like it's just a thing. So I don't know if I believe all of what these yeah. fishermen have. Well, to I'm say. just trying to piece together. Like if it was something electrical and it was flying, you know, floating, let's say like they made some kind of balloon or kite sure. or something. The trouble with that is. A balloon wouldn't be able to source, wear house, house power the power, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be able to do that. The I balloon mean, would you just, can't just make, pop. Well, you can't make like a. It'd be very hard to make a kite with lead acid batteries, which is like right. kind of all they had back then. Whereas now we have these fancy, you know, very high power batteries, relatively speaking. Yeah. I, so. I mean, I don't know what exactly the experiment on the But they could have made was. something chemical, you know. I mean, there's yeah. thermite, which is aluminum and iron oxide. If you get it burning, it burns extremely hot and bright. They, You can weld with it and stuff. Oh, nice. You can also destroy things. But, like, how do you get it in the air? And, it's a kite. And, and what a ex- kite or a balloon or something. Oh, okay. You're on so, the ocean. So the experiment was just, like, let's just put this in the air. It wasn't, yeah. like, much of an other. There, the, what I mean, I guess, like, to what end were they doing this? Like, you've heard of, like, Chinese lanterns, yeah. right? It could have been, like, an extreme version of that with, like, a whole bunch of potassiums and chlorides and okay. all these, like, chemicals that burn super hot. Because I could find nothing yeah. that, you know, like this gomez guy like he didn't elaborate on what the experiment actually was yeah he was just like oh there's there was a thing that exploded. yeah i mean it sounds like these guys are kind of like you know barnstormer kind of people that like to try and do weird ex- yeah. extreme shit yeah i mean if i was 20 years old again and i had you know pounds and pounds and pounds of some chemical that burnt super hot I'd yeah. definitely be tempted to like how big of a fu- how bright can I make it? You or definitely how... would have burnt down your parents' house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but I would have definitely gone to a beach or something and exploded I could, some I could, stuff. That's totally reasonable. And you're like, you're gonna call your buddies, right? I mean, I know it's called like scientism. Ex- what was it? Spirit- Scientific spiritism. Yeah, but it could it could just as easily Been be like club. this is an amateur radio club. Right. You know, it's yeah. like everyone in town that's into electronics. Well, and I can definitely see yeah. you doing something like that or somebody who's into stuff like that just calling up a bunch of yeah. friends and saying, meet me down at the beach. We're going to do this thing. You know, the one thing that's odd but, is. But yeah. let me just back up a second because they did say that the explosion, uh, it exploded with such force that it rocked the city of Campos and towns further well, away. Well, that could be an exaggeration. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could, but. Let's just assume it's not because it's in this report I would or whatever. It is. I mean, it, it would have to be insanely. Well, to do that, but if you're a group of people on the beach and you've got, you know, some explosive device that's two hundred yards away from you, it doesn't take all that much to make a to make what it you feel would describe like... as like, oh, it shook the whole town, and it's like, no, well, it, it was just you. Right. You know, it was just the two beach. miles away. Someone heard a big pop and they thought like oh. the neighbors shooting the shotgun again or whatever. Sure. You know, but maybe like the whole dirty, like the whole beach felt it, which is why other people were like, oh, my God, it was a huge explosion. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Even out if especially if you're like out on the water, if you were detonating like, you know, something that was equivalent to a couple pounds of. Yeah. 
you know, TNT or whatever. Yeah. And you're out in the water, it would really get you because it's just a flat, straight. There's nothing to absorb sound. And also, if it's if it was like on a kite or a balloon or something, and it's up high, also would take less explosion to make you to make it seem very loud relatively speaking and if it's up above like let's say the water it can reflect too the sound much louder that's what i was thinking yeah yeah it it would almost act as like an amplifier can yeah like bounce the sound off of yeah um so miguel's sister told investigators that uh, a day or two before the atifana incident that he told her that he would be carrying out a secret and very important mission. He again repeated this to her the day before he and Manuel disappeared. As the weeks wore on, the mystery only deepened with other findings and revelations. In 1962, just four years before the deaths of Manuel and Miguel, another man named Hermes was also found dead on top of Moro do Cruzeiro, this was in close proximity to the Moro de Vintum. Hermes was also found with a lead mask laying next mm-hmm. to his body. There were many who speculated about the death at the time. One man, a professor of yoga, suggested that the man may have been involved in experimenting with telepathy involving high-frequency thought waves. Mm. You're loving this so much. <laughs> You're trying to keep quiet. Indeed. <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. I I can see the high frequency thought waves swirling. Like in I'm your so head. interested in it. You you the amount of restraint I have to maintain just to not talk about excitedly about the high frequency telepathy that I know about. Yeah, that you're doing right now. Down. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um So I don't wanna I don't wanna interrupt your story. Okay. So I'm not gonna talk about it yet. Continue on. But my passion. Okay. <laughs> I love that you're so passionate about this. <laughs> there were also sightings reported by a woman named Senora de Sosa. Her account was published in the Journal do Brazil on August 25th, just eight days after Miguel Emanuel had disappeared. Senora de Sosa was somewhat of a high society lady, and many were startled by her story. She was described as a sensible, well-balanced lady, entirely reliable, and very highly regarded. Here we go with the setup for the fucking punchline, huh? <laughs> I Yeah, I always like whenever... Don't suspect the crazy shit that I'm about to tell you I, in the next sentence. Great, because I'm highly respected and regarded and sensible. Yeah, and I'm, sm- sensible. I'm normal. And entirely reliable. Entirely reliable. Yes. There yeah. was a whole lot of words in that in that article that like, prefaced yeah. her crazy story. I mean, like the old trope was like, I'm a God-fearing man. Right. Now sit down for this. You will not argue I'm with this story. I'm about to sell you a big old fucking lie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Might as well be a fisherman. <laughs> um, so Senora de Sosa, she claims that on the evening of August 17th, which is the day that Manuel and Miguel oh. were on the hill, she saw an unusual object flying over the Moro de Vintem. But she published this when? Later? It was uh, eight days later that she told her story and they published it. So, yeah. As she was driving along with her children, they spotted an oval-shaped object, orange in color, Mm -hmm. 
that she describes as band of fire around the edges. She also describes the object as sending out rays in all directions and that it was hanging over the top of the hill. Senora de Sosa then stops the car and watched the object rise and fall for about three or four minutes. After it disappeared, her and her children returned home, and she tells her husband about the encounter, and he himself drives to the same spot on the road, but he sees nothing. A few days went by, and everyone is talking about the bodies that were found on the hillside. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. At this point is when she alerts the authorities of her sighting. When giving them the full details, she had apparently described other details that the police were keeping quiet during their investigation. And this added to the credibility Mm. of her story. Because she was such a prominent figure, her honesty prompted others to come forward about seeing the same thing. Many of these people had not come forward before because they were afraid to be involved in any kind of way. I don't know. It's it's just like the respected person, you know, comes out with this wacky story. And then all of a sudden, all these other people are like, well, I didn't want to say anything, but I had something like that happen to me, too. My question and it's like this is gang mentality of I guess that's what power is. It's like you can lie and other people will back up your lie. It's truth. And they just do it automatically because it's like part of the power structure. Like they want to gain favor or whatever. Like I don't know. Is, is isn't this just kind of BSy? Uh, my question know? is that like, why would she? If she was already like kind of a wealthy, prominent, respected lady, like why would she make this up? Isn't she a writer? No, she's just a socialite. But she's publishing an article in the paper. No, she reported it to the police, and then the the paper got oh. a hold of her, and she gave an interview. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the paper wrote. a story about it yes because she wants attention why she can have all the attention she wants she's a social why do people want attention me neither all right moving on (laughs) i mean i'm not saying that's that's what happened i just don't think she has has any reason to like it has that stench okay you think everything has a stench though except for yourself Oh, I definitely think I have a stench. I never denied stench. <laughs> you think you said stench don't stink. <laughs> I do I do not think that. <laughs> All right. So let's now take a look at what scientific spiritism is. This is awesome, though, by the way. I love this story. I know. It's a good story. <laughs> it's a very, very good story. I'm glad it was suggested. <laughs> this is according to the Brown University Library which I will leave a link to if you'd like to look more into what uh, spiritism is. You mean brown in the USA? Yeah. Okay. Spiritism is not a centralized religion in Brazil and is practiced differently according to distinct understandings of mediumship. It was first developed in Brazil during the second half of the 19th century as a mediumship religion and scientific discourse. What does mediumship mean? Being able to do things that like a psychic medium would be able to do. Okay. So like, talk like, to dead people. So basically just being like a Receive. an antenna. An antenna. For the other Correct. world. Yes, yes. That okay. is yes, exactly. Based on the writings of a French educator, Alan Kardec, who lived from eighteen oh four to eighteen sixty nine. He defined spiritism as a philosophy a religion, and a science. 
Imagine that. Spiritism acknowledges human communication with disembodied spirits and reincarnation. Kardec wrote five books in which he lays out the principles of spiritism and claims that these principles were dictated to him by spirits during seances. I was going to say, I wonder if Kardec ever met Mr. Mesmer. <laughs> they were in France. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if him and Mr. Mm, Mesmer something to were, look up. Were, were kicking well, it. Well, Mesmer was a little older, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah. he was just pointing. Wasn't that... He was just pointing rods at people. What year was were the Mesmer? The sixteen hundreds. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, it was like Louis the whatever. Yeah, I think it was the late sixteenth, a little before. Yeah, a little before. Yeah. So that really concludes the story. That's what. Yeah, that's all I can. That's find. all you got. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, we have theory section, but I need more about the spiritism. I, it, you know, what? There's a, a, there's a huge book on it, and there's the five books that the guy Is wrote. Is it still around? Uh yeah, I believe it's still a thing in Brazil. Um, but there's so much about it. I just had to like condense, squash that well, down odd. a little like, bit. So is it, it's Brazilian and like kind of it's, it's not where it's, it's caught not, on. It's not the um, it's not a it's not the centralized religion. It's well, not, I understand they that. have like not said not. this is our religion. I would think it's Catholicism, but I believe maybe. that there are quite a number of people that follow this belief. Well, it is Catholicism. I mean, yeah. famous yeah. for that. And it's really hard to find anything on it. Oh, well, so it's pretty fringe then. Yeah. If you can't find anything on yeah, th- it, it's probably not no, really this- big anymore. Well, I think it still is, but I don't think that we know. I think they keep it pretty quiet. <laughs> like, I just don't think there's been many uh, endeavors into looking into it. Yeah. So. Oh, so it's a secret society? Well, yeah. I mean, we literally no were told that. No secrets anymore. <laughs> I know it's. I mean, the fact there's not like a Facebook group for it means it's not real. I didn't look that up. Yeah. Look it up. What if there is? Do it right now. (laughs) Come on, let's learn something. You do it. I don't have Facebook. You can still look it up. No, I can't. Yeah, you can. I will not. Okay. Well, then I guess we're not doing it. It's your failure. Your listeners will you know, know. The page is probably like you probably have to join in order to see anything, and I'm not joining. No, you don't. Yeah. This this is at the very end of this. I'm reading about all this, the history of this spiritism. And it's like, yes, mes- this is the logical extension of mesmerism. Okay. Like after mesmerism was around. Yeah. This is like that same group of people. Yeah. And their progeny, not necessarily children, but they're, you know. So they kind of took it and added on to it? You yeah. Think? This is the evolution of like whatever line of thinking. And mesmerism wasn't like invented it came from some now, you know earlier line of thought just to clarify you don't know this factually you're just surmising this is what happened. well the word mesmerism is in the wikipedia page for spiritism okay all right but i did peg that first before i got onto this web page i would just like to say yeah he's on the freaking franz mesmer he's okay. there they're claiming it's not occultism right right so how is that different what is the occult just weird shit you're not allowed to know they're saying spiritism is an occultism because spiritism is science. Right. And that's why they put the word scientific before it's it. It's not science. Scientific spiritism. This is right on the fringe. This is mm-hmm. James Randi's like favorite yeah. piece of the world. Yes. That he loves to. Yes. You know. 
destroy just, mercilessly. To take out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that guy. I'm just going to say he's kind of my favorite. <laughs> so, uh, okay, yeah. that's, I, I get it. Okay. that's okay. it's, it's just like, it's the same. St- it's like ghost hunters. Like all this stuff that yep. ghost hunters like portrays on TV. Yes. It's like all oh, these people believe this. Okay. Well, so that's everyone else in the world too. Right. Right. Yeah, except they just like made a club out of it and then yeah. tied electronic experiments into it somehow. Yeah, so it was like nerds with ghost hunter. Okay, that's it is ghost, ghost hunters. hunters with electronic yeah, equipment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. When when all this electronics was like new, yeah. newly available in the sixties. In the sixties became like everyone could get it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and now we're playing around, we're making bombs and, you know, zappers and radios and all that stuff. Let's get into theories here. All right. All right. Uh, Our first theory, robbery. We're going to go with the no's first. I think no, because what were the masks for? Like, that doesn't make any sense if they just, like, got robbed and they were walking around up on this hill. And also, uh, they didn't take all the money if they were just there to rob them. Like, they failed at robbery because... The well, I mean, if it was a robbery guy. murder, there would be evidence of murder, of right? Murder. Right. They, they wouldn't didn't have just scare them to death. Yeah, their hearts didn't just stop. So you that know. doesn't make any sense. But if they knew they were gonna die, they could have gave the money away. I guess. Real easy to do. But why would they do that if they have like wives and children at home? Why would they just take the money and give it away? That doesn't make sense. Because you don't know what weird shit they believe. They probably thought they were going to come back from the spirit world after they were dead and they were going to help them out. Maybe they buried the money on the hillside or something. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. We're just we're just speculating mm, here. Yeah, we have no idea. <laughs> right. So reason for robbery is that the note that was found did say that there was an arranged meeting place and to wait for a signal so they could have gone to meet somebody. And they, they were seen leaving in a Jeep with two other men. So they so, gave them the money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, but there's like no evidence of these other two men. As far as I know, they didn't get tracked down. It's probably or for the pills. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they bought the capsules. Maybe the money was for the capsules. Yeah. That's a drug yeah. deal. It was a drug deal. But they probably thought it was like, you know, it's going to be a special kind of like ultra trip that was going to get them yes. into the spirit world. We'll but get We'll get there. I have a feeling they may not have been assuming it was going to kill them. I would think not. And, you know, considering there was another guy that the exact same thing almost happened to or did happen to. um, Yeah. I mean, it seems like an experiment, if you ask me. It seems like they were experimenting with some kind of, like, altered brain. I mean, it's hard to say, but, like, it doesn't seem that the police indicated in their investigation that either of these men were, like saying goodbye forever to their loved ones they just said they were gonna go buy electronics you know and usually there's hints like that when someone's gonna knowingly Mm -hmm. end their life so our next theory is a smuggling operation along with the robbery theory others suggested that the men may have been engaged in smuggling electronic equipment that was difficult to obtain in brazil others thought that they may have been involved in espionage but again Neither men suffered any physical violence as a manner of death. Right. And, like, hard to obtain electronics. It's like anyone that's not into electronics does not give a shit about them. Like, you could walk... Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's kinds of, like, electronics and devices that may cost $100,000. And you could just, like, sit it out in front of, like, a whole bunch of people. And nobody and would know. And it would be like, 
you wouldn't tell them it was worth that kind of money. But they also wouldn't know. But they'd that it look was. at it and they'd be like, "Oh, what's that?" And you'd be like, "Oh, you know, it's this device. It's super rare. Lots yeah. of people want it. It does this cool thing." Why and would then, you tell them that? And you, and then all their eyes glaze over and they fall asleep and they don't care. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. But if you don't say anything, nobody's gonna know that it's unless you know about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So it's like any layman that sees something that might be real like a some kind of special transistor like tuner or something that would be worth thousands back then like but the no question one would know what that was. was not that the question is that could they have been attaining this equipment for other people because they were in a group my of point people. is is you don't have to go to a shady deal to buy it because it's okay. like it's not illegal. Well, it said it no was, one knows what it is. I read that it in that time that it was very hard to attain some of that. Yeah, equipment. hard to get yeah. because it's rare, but not because it's illegal. Okay. It's different than like, you're not like buying rocket launchers, you know? You're just buying like a radio of some kind. Oh, I'm not buying rocket launchers. I don't know. Are you? I wouldn't tell you if I were. I hope you're not. I wouldn't tell you if I were. So this leads me to they overdose themselves. Is it possible that the capsules that the men had taken contained some kind of drug that they were using to enhance their brain activity? Alkaloids, such as LSD, are taken to step up mental alertness and combined with the note makes this theory possible. Could Manuel and Miguel have been working on some strange experiment using drugs to try to enhance their results? Yes. Now, the multiple dosing would go along probably with some kind of like psychedelic yeah. thing. And the shadiness, because I'm sure drugs were very illegal in Brazil. I don't know. They seem I to be no illegal idea. everywhere. Well, so yeah. I guess in the, right at the 60s, in the beginning, they weren't illegal. Psychedelics. This was in 66. But then towards the end, they got, you know, pretty bad reputation. But the thing is, is as far as I know, the vast majority of psychedelics... There's not really like a you can't poison yourself with them with them like to death. Like I don't think you can overdose on LSD, even though it would be like and according a to bad the idea note, to take a lot of it. According to the note, they only took two capsules. I mean, we can't say how much was in each capsule. Yeah, but like but with LSD, it's like a drop from an eyedropper is like a big dose. It's too much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So a capsule full would be like. Yeah. But it wouldn't kill you though, from what I understand about. You like, would just have a really bad day. Yeah, or really maybe bad week. like months or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I don't know. I kind of like this theory. I like the the idea that they were conducting some kind of, you know, experiment, maybe because they were trying to contact people from mm -hmm. Mars or on some kind of spiritual like uh, trying to contact the afterlife kind of way. And they thought if they took these drugs that it would enhance their brainwaves <laughs> and they Well, that's the logical way to go. Yeah, you know? yeah. A lot of these kind of spirit explorers, they like they like the psychedelics and it's definitely a good way to get in touch with the machine elves. Yes. Right? Yes, it is. But maybe they were uh buying it from a a punky chemist that effed it up and right. poisoned them. I mean, that is so so likely. I mean, you know, they, they literally could have just been like, oh, we're going to go buy some electronics. And what they really wanted to do was just fuck off for a day. Right. And like take super good like <laughs> psychedelics. Yeah. And go sit on like a beautiful hill. Yeah. And like in the have an in awesome trip. In the pouring trip. down rain with lead masks. Yeah. And have an awesome trip. Okay. And like, but they have these funky beliefs. And they're like, oh, you have to have the lead mask. So, because you could completely cover your eyes and the psychedelics work better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mr. J.R. 
who's super famous, loves to do these psychedelics and get himself in an isolation tank, mm-hmm. right? Wonder why. They probably work better. Because it's extra trippy. Yeah. Yeah. Same I, idea. I Put a lead like, mask on. You got no light coming in. I don't know. The fact that the note was not in either man's handwriting seems to uh, lend, lend credence to the fact that somebody was directing them. Yeah, that is a little suspicious. Yeah, it was yeah. directing them to do these things. And they were supposed to await the signal. Right. The signal that's for true. what? That's true. That is true. You know, mm-hmm. so that's really weird. But yeah. uh, that kind of brings up our next theory, which is unusual electronic experiments which ties into all that Mm. Um, if they were attempting to contact some type of extraterrestrial life form could the mask have been used to protect them from some sort of beams or rays emitted from the craft had they based this experiment off of the experiment that hermes had conducted and died of four years earlier so could they have kind of lightweight known what he was trying to do because he was in that kind of same circle of people and then taken it and you know expanded upon it certainly but i mean there's no equipment laying around anywhere right exactly so So if the masks were for protection uh from some kind of radioactive encounter they would have most likely covered their entire face i agree or their whole body right i certainly would not like, and and the raincoat yeah. is not adequate no, protection. Not at all. I mean, so. if you need lead, I am not going to put any part of my. If I'm messing around with radiation, I'm not going to like just oh, I'm cover just your cover eyes. My eyes. I'm going to cut a ping pong ball in half and lay them <laughs> over my eyes, and that's it. Like I'm good. Made out of lead. Yeah. If I can't see the yeah. radioactiveness, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If I can't see, see it, it, it's, it's not, not there. real. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's how that works. That's how a lot of shit works. Exactly. <laughs> I can't see you. You're not real. I'm three years old. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I just don't it, – it, the mask is weird to me because of that. Yeah. Because if you know one. about radioactive waves and you are, you know, in this thing, it, it, you're you're probably fairly intelligent. So you would probably know that you need to cover all your skin. Well, you're at least aware of radio radioactive stuff. And, right. But, yeah. but it's not just your eyes. Like, it's right. going to melt the rest of your body. Well, yeah, it's going to definitely – expose you to potential harm right that a raincoat is not gonna help right well unless they had some weird belief where they're like your soul comes in through your eyes so if you cover just that part your soul can't escape when the alien radiation bomb goes off it's not gonna your soul will survive even though it kills your body or something like that that's weird it's no, weird. but the but if it comes through your eyes, then the mask would keep your soul in your body. Well, it would protect it from being washed away by the radioactive blast, and, and then it, it and will trap remain. it in a dead body. Well, I don't. I'm sure it just floats away after that. I don't that. like your theory. I don't like well, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just as good as any other whack wackadoodle no, thing. And if this was an experiment, it seems likely. It was more of an experiment of the mind rather than an electronic one, seeing as there were no devices found anywhere near the bodies. So, I mean, I don't think it's electronic. They're in in nature with no devices yeah, I, of I, any I, kind. There's a very strong psychedelic element to this story, yes, I though agree. I don't know if they meant to die. Yeah, I, feel I don't like think maybe so. Maybe they got scammed or something. I don't know. I I do think it's bizarre that there was another man that died in much the same way, you know, years earlier. How many people did this and were fine? 
We don't know. We don't know because they were fine. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's definitely like, bizarre. It would be a little foolish to assume that just these three people died from this scheme and that's it. I don't, I mean, and, and, you know, there were sightings of a very bright light above the hill the night that the, um, that Miguel and Manuel were According there. According to a socialite. Do you think they took the drugs and then they took their luminous kite and were flying it? Could like, have. And maybe that's why they have the masks on because the kite was radioactive. But then what they die from? I don't know. Well, to make something radioactive Sadness. like that, you need, you need things that. Okay, that would be like a super black market deal. Like mm-hmm. you would need like uranium and plutonium and stuff. Yeah. But you can't you can't get that. I still don't you know where the Especially couldn't money get went. it back then. And you couldn't get it for two hundred bucks. No. I think some of that money may have gone to the pills. Like now that you said that, yeah. that makes sense. So I do have one last theory. Oh, if, really? if you're ready for it. Yes. This is gonna be your absolute favorite. <laughs> It has, nothing, with it, it has nothing to do with it being real Aww. either. No, it's better than that. Oh. Okay. My last theory is ball lightning. Oh, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> so some people think that the men could have. You're had, serious. Uh-huh, could have had some kind of bizarre encounter with ball lightning. Um, I guess anything's however, possible. However... If the encounter was close enough to kill them somehow, then there would have been signs of burning on the bodies. There sure would. Or the area around their bodies. Yeah. Pathologists found nothing to back up this theory. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) But it's a theory. (laughs) Also, how would it have happened twice to them? And at the beach, they didn't have lead masks. So that Mm. really, to me, is a very, very bunk theory. Um, But... It was something that I read that that some people brought up, and I thought that I had to put it in there because you love ball lightning so much. It's like the the rule of ball lightning in a forum. It's sort of like the the rule of Hitler. Like (laughs) any sufficiently long internet conversation Mm -hmm. will eventually degenerate into ball lightning. mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what happened here. This is a crazy story it's a kooky one yeah yeah so mr lockwood what the hell do you think happened here what is your best guess scenario as to what went on with miguel and manuel i think unfortunately it was probably just a bad drug trip from a bad chemist i think you may be correct on that but i but what i what I think is a full picture is that they were trying to conduct some kind of oh for sure meta- they were they were reaching out this was their yeah their you know maybe day long plan to reach out right and like confirm something that some of their other buddies who have done the same thing have seen were trying to to do mm-hmm. right yeah I and think I think it was an experiment of um trying to enhance their mental capabilities to yeah. contact something and unfortunately for them they yeah contracted with a either an incompetent or criminal person and they got so it doesn't make sense to me that if let's just say obviously hypothetically that they were trying to get into contact with some kind of extraterrestrial being mm-hmm. say from mars mm-hmm. they were trying to contact martians mm-hmm. it would make sense that they would have the lead mass with them they were supposed to await a signal, mm-hmm. um, and you know a UFO very likely could emit 
radiation, Mm -hmm. bright lights, you know, and maybe in order to contact the Martians, they took the drugs believing that that would make it easier for them to get in contact with them. That all together, like, makes sense to me if that's what they were trying to do. I feel like that's pretty reasonable explanation of what their what they thought was going to happen i think unfortunately for them it didn't i think they overdosed yeah yeah i don't know about even about overdose i I still feel like with psychedelics i'm pretty sure that i mean i'm sure there's overdosing but i don't think it's usually lethal you think that maybe some other kind of drug i think maybe they didn't get what they thought they were going to get kind of like a fentanyl situation maybe yeah Yeah. i mean obviously fentanyl not fentanyl a real back then but But you know what i mean yeah it was cut with something else or maybe some dirty bastard just put like freaking arsenic in it and they're like here you go you little you little hippie bastards yeah yeah (laughs) who knows yeah i don't know yeah so i guess that's kind of my final thought on it is i i kind of feel like they were trying to contact extraterrestrials they were prepared. Yeah. And something just went wrong with the chemicals they I ingested. Think so. Yeah. Unfortunately for them. Yeah. And but- I'd feel real bad for them if some of other their friends and buddies in this group had done this successfully and yeah. had many things to talk about and yes. they didn't get to to see it for their own eyes, you know? Yeah. And, and Miguel and, and uh, Manuel, it just. Yeah. Yeah. That they sucks. got a bad batch yeah, of whatever really the chemist was handing out. Yeah. So kind of a sad story. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Really sad. And especially like for their families. What a weird way to have to explain to people what happened to your husband. You know, like that's. Oh, yeah. Super strange. You know, talk I, about the whispers behind you, you know, and about the. I mean, the especially you. if you know people that aren't involved in that, you know, like group that Should they be were safe in. safe to assume. Yeah. I mean, you would pretty much have to make up some kind of like bogus reason your husband passed away well and if it was like a real catholic area you'd probably be accused of a lot of you know witchcraft yeah <laughs> stuff like that alien you know? witchcraft yeah, yeah. it'd be frowned upon yeah so i i hope you like that story it was, yeah that's a good one it's, it's a good one so very good story thank you again to Thanks, janet. janet uh and we thoroughly enjoyed digging around in that one so you want to say goodbye Okay. Bye. Goodbye, Esther. (laughs) You're so weird. Do you have a story that's weird or fascinating? Would you like to have your story read at the end of an episode? If so, please send your story to wthh.podcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing your stories. If you'd like more episodes and bonus content, join Patreon to become a member. If you liked our episode, please remember to like, rate, and review. Thank you for listening.